Hello, and welcome to this episode of Surviving Fandom. In this episode, we are going to talk about reviews and comments. Hello. Happy post-Thanksgiving. Um, today, I want to talk about, in this episode about comments and reviews. Um, I actually had a suggestion from my friend Emily, and so I decided to run with that idea. And so we're going to talk about reviews and comments, which are actually the same thing. They're just called different things on different sites, but they're the same thing. They're basically just someone commenting on your fic, or if you want to look at it as reviewing your fic, they're just the same thing. So... That's the fun thing about fan fiction is that when you post and fan art too, BT dubs is that when you get, when you post something, you get feedback from it. And sometimes that that's like the best. That's like a lot of the time. Okay. Yep. A lot of the time that is the best part is knowing that somebody is enjoying your writing or a bunch of somebody's are enjoying your writing. And, um, I was looking around, poking around the internet as I am wont to do, and I was looking up different things about um, fan fiction and fan fiction reviews because, you know, I like to do a little research before I talk about stuff on this podcast. And I came across this kind of amusing um, post that somebody made on fanfiction.net. And, um, it was actually by, let's see, Ms. M-I-Z Sphinx. So Ms. Sphinx, let's try to say that 10 times fast, made this post on her, um, about page, I guess you could say, or, um, maybe it's actually set as a fic, um, uh, the meaning that she posted it as a fic, but it's not a fic. It's a post about the six types of reviewers. That's what it's called. So um, I just wanted to read the six type of reviewers. Uh, there's the thief. And these, she says that these reviewers don't review. As we've already likened fan fiction to a market, these kinds of customers take what they want, enjoy it, and then waltz off to another stall without leaving an appreciative payment. And like perfect shoplifters, they advertise their stolen produce in their personal cabinet favorites, silently gloating that they have it but couldn't be bothered to pay for it. These reviewers are intensely disliked. Um, I want to say that that's not true. Yes, there are the people that will not leave reviews and bookmark them or leave them in their favorites if whatever site you're on, AO3 or fanfiction.net, but they are not intensely disliked because while we all would love to have a review, there are people that just prefer to lurk. And you know what? That's okay. Because I understand the need to lurk. And I, uh, I guess you could describe, describe me now as a thief. 
because it's not often that I will comment on fix any longer. And probably because I, I don't know why, because I jump around a lot because I'm not consistent because I never know what to say. I don't want to get involved in anything. I just keep my nose out of everybody's business and I don't comment on anything. And that's probably a really bad practice for me because I should let someone know that they've done a good job. But you know, I just prefer to lurk right now. And sometimes people just prefer to do that because they're shy, because they feel awkward, because they don't know what to say, because they don't want to put themselves out there. Whatever the reason, it's okay to be a lurker. I totally get it. Uh, the next kind she has is the taste tester. Just one level above the thief. These reviewers are like two-edged swords who are pleased by their usual and very enthusiastic, this is really good, but the reviews leave you lacking and driving yourself insane with, with questions. Why was it good? Where was it good? Tell me. Taste testers rarely review more than once. Most likely they've regressed to being the thief reading the rest of your story without reviewing or they've wandered onto something else. I have had um, several quote-unquote taste testers on my fix, um, people that will leave the same comment all the time. And you know what? That's fine. I'm perfectly fine with that, and I'm okay with that. And I don't. they don't need to tell me anymore. If that's what they're comfortable writing, that's fine with me. And you know what? Honestly, there are a lot of people that read fanfic that don't speak English, that it's not their first language. So maybe they don't feel comfortable um, trying to write a whole paragraph in another language that is not their own. So they leave something simple, and that is perfectly fine. And we love them anyway because they are consistent, and they are always there. They always show up. Then there is the next kind, the critic. As authors, we delude ourselves into thinking I can so take con constructive criticism, but when all is said and done, we become like ferocious mama cats defending the offspring that is our fic. Some of us will even go so far as attacking, and any and everyone who voices and any and everyone who voices the tiniest complaint of out of character characterizations and ridiculously AU plot lines. That is why the critic is very unpopular. They have taken the onus upon their shoulders to let you know what is wrong with your fic. Occasionally they will be nice about it, but more often than not, they do not mince words. And when they're finished, that warm gooey feeling in your heart upon reading that you have an alert on a story, a review waiting for you, is completely obliter obliterated. You are left wondering whether you should delete your story or if reviewing their story negatively in a fit of spite is as immature as it sounds. Okay. I have come across the critic many, many times. And critics, I think, are kind of on par with trolls in that they often, yeah, they don't mince words. They will tell you what they like and what they don't like and what sucks and what doesn't suck. And um, sure, it's great to have some of that positive feedback um, in, mixed in with their review, but it, it also sometimes feels like they're just giving you backhanded compliments. 
and they don't really mean them. Um, critics, well, they can be really just downright nasty and they're hard to deal with and it's hard to know how to handle it. My first reaction was always to get super pissed and want to come back at them with something equally as I felt pissy, but you know what? That doesn't do anything. So my best advice when you're dealing with somebody who leaves a comment or whatever you want to call it on your fic that you feel is, that is attacking you, then put it away for a while. Just walk away from it and get some perspective. Take some time to come down because you don't want to fly off the handle from the start because that's not good for anybody. And it's not going to solve the problem. It's just going to create a problem. And, you know, there could be several reasons why they're so blunt. Maybe that's just the way that they are. Maybe they don't really mean anything by it. Um, you can tell which ones actually are being trollish and which ones are just honestly giving you feedback. And when they go into the trollish category, um, that is also, you just don't feed the trolls. Just don't. But we'll get there in a second. We'll get there about trolls. Okay, so the troublemaker. Okay, so this, the troublemaker... Um, is basically a troll. And I find it interesting that Ms. Sphinx calls them the troublemaker. I would just call them trolls. Um, and this is what she says about the troublemaker. Sharing similar qualities with the critic in regards to unnecessary harshness, the troublemaker is truly the worst of the worst. Whereas the critic might provide you with suggestions of improvement, the troublemaker exists purely to, well, make trouble. They come up, have a go at your fic, and whether they liked it or not, they launch an attack on your story and you. This really sucked. You're a pathetic piece of shit to call this writing. There's no constructive criticism in their reviews, mainly grammar and spelling gaps, and possibly some swear words thrown in for added effect. Frequently, they make attempts at sarcasm. Likewise, the troublemaker will never ever provide their identity to the target of the day. And that, I find, is very true. Anybody who is typically anybody who leaves a comment on your fic and they go anonymous and they don't sign in on fanfiction.net so you know who it is or they don't sign in on archive to let you know where who it is. These people, these trolls, leave comments on your fic that are incredibly nasty and completely like try to tear you down and tear you apart and make you feel like, uh, why am I even doing this? Is, are they right? Should I just stop writing? Is this story really awful? And you know what? As much as you want to say, this isn't going to get in my head, I'm not going to let them. It does. It does. Especially when you're first starting out. I think when you have built up a thicker skin, the longer that you're in it, the less it starts to bother you because at that point you've, you might've done all the things that 
that you could think of to stop the trollish behavior. And those things might be retaliation. You might decide that you want to respond to this person, or you might decide that you and you want to enlist your friends to respond to this person. And I'm here to tell you that that can backfire because it has been my experience that it just gives them more fuel. It just makes them want to come at you harder. And it's because they know now. They know by the fact that you've responded that they've gotten under your skin. And so that's why I say don't feed the trolls. Because I have legit had a troll on Tumblr who would... I would post something that wasn't even fan fiction, but just a comment about Game of Thrones. And this troll would come at me and make really nasty comments to me and basically attempt to goad me into a reaction. And I stupidly would have the reaction and post it. And then they would come back at me again and again and again, and I'd keep responding. And finally, one day I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do this anymore. This is bullshit. I'm just done with this troll. I'm done. And it was kind of funny because they left me a comment that said, um, after they said all this nasty stuff at the end, they said, I'm sure you have a comment for that. And I was like, oh, so they want me to respond. I mean, I knew that already, but I'd never had them spell it out for me quite like that. And I thought, no, I'm not going to respond because I don't care to get into this quote unquote argument with somebody who won't even come off of anonymous. Like if you can't, show yourself, then I'm not going to have this argument. And I probably wouldn't even have the argument if you bothered to sign in, if you bothered to give me your real name. I don't care. So guess what? I never heard from them again because I think they realized, actually, I don't think, I know that they realized, wow, she's not going to respond to me. No, I'm not. And that's pretty much how I've dealt with trolls from I got to a point where I was just like, I'm done, not doing it anymore. And, you know, sometimes people want to see how, how much they can push you when they know you've gone silent to see if they can make you crack at some point. It kind of reminds me of my cat, Scarlet. Scarlet will claw and claw and claw and claw and claw at my rug to get into my bedroom in the morning because she wants to be fed. And if I ignore her, then, well, if I had ignored her, she probably would have stopped, but I don't ignore her. I get up and I give her breakfast and then she leaves me alone. And you know what? I just completely lost my train of thought. I think I was likening trolls to my cat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It was Thanksgiving yesterday and I'm still recovering from having to people all day. So please forgive me for not being completely with it. But trolls are like Scarlet. If you just ignore them, after a while they'll stop and they'll go away. 
and they'll learn to, and they'll, they'll realize that they can't get anything out of you and they'll go on to another target because that's, that's all they want to do is have a target. And for some reason they get their yayas off of making other, trying to make other people feel like shit. And it's hard when you're putting your work out there, no matter if it's fan fiction or fan art or whatever it is. And somebody comes back and says, this is a piece of shit. And so are you. And that's hard to deal with because that's your baby that you've, you've birthed this thing and you've shared it with people. And now they're telling you that it's a piece of shit. And by extension, so are you, you're not, you're not a piece of shit. And the thing you have, it's not a piece of shit either. It is your creative outlet. It is your creation. It is not a piece of shit. And don't listen to the trolls because they are there just to create trouble and make people miserable. Um, let's see. The next one that they have is uh, the one that the next one that Ms. Finks has is the regular. These reviewers are perfectly exemplified. They make their choices and they pay for it handsomely. They leave semi to fully in-depth reviews that lets you, the author, know what they liked from what they did not like. If they must, they will leave constructive criticism, but in a friendly manner that forces you to consider their suggestions. The regular is not a taste tester magnified, but one amazing trait of the regular is that once satisfied with one sampling of your produce, they will keep returning for more and may even purchase whatever else you've got on offer in your stall. Yes. These, I... Those are the people that are your followers. Those are the people that love your writing or love your art, and they're going to follow you to the ends of the earth and read everything that you write and probably comment on it. And those people are the people that you should thank. And even Ms. Sphinx says that. I am of the opinion that you should thank everybody except for the trolls and and um, if you're super pissed off about the critic, then I wouldn't bother. But you want to thank people for um, leaving you, taking the time to leave you a comment. And as somebody who um, has sweated over what I'm going to say in a comment, um, I know how much work it can be to put that much thought into leaving uh, an extensive review and those people should be thanked no matter if it's a small this is great or a lengthy in-depth review that just leaves you like bubbling up inside everybody that comments should be thanked as long as they're nice that's my that's my rule i was told once when I was in the Spuffy fandom that I should just, I should not interact with the readers at all, that my job was just to put out the stories and not interact with them. But I, I find that to be cold and um, distancing. And I, I, I didn't like it. It didn't feel like, okay, but if I want to like fangirl with these people, then how else am I going to do that? I, I want to thank them for these kind things that they've said. So 
my role is that I do that. And some people don't because they, maybe they don't have the time. It doesn't. Now I'm not saying that everybody who doesn't is, is mean. That's not what I'm saying at all. Maybe they feel that they don't know what to say to a commenter and that's fine. That's fine. But I just personally like to thank people. And I think that those people should be thanked. Uh, let's see. What's the next one on the list here? The inundator. And what is the... Okay. It's questionable whether these reviewers are superior to the regular. This can only be a personal assessment. The inundator's name says it all. They flood you with reviews. Have a, have a multi-chaptered fic totaling 20 chapters. They review every single one, driving up your review count exponentially exponentially in a short space of time. Generally, they leave you one-liners concerning what stood out to them in a specific chapter, but sometimes they'll leave you a full review for each and every chapter. As a ma matter of fact, the inundator might even go so far as to leave payment on all your available produce. Now, see, the inundator and the regular sound a lot alike to me. So, um, I don't know, some of these, like the critic and the troublemaker also kind of sound alike to me too. So, um, I, uh, the inundator, I have, I wouldn't call them an inundator. I don't, I, that just sounds negative to me and I wouldn't call them that. I have had people go back to fix that they've read, um, fix that I've written a long time ago and go back and read my fix and, and leave a comment on every single one. I just had someone recently that did that, um, for a couple of my stories and you know what? It's great. It's great to open up your email and see that they've, that somebody has taken the time to read and comment. Um, even if it was, this is great for every chapter, you know what? They took the time again. They took the time to tell you that they weren't assholes about it. So, that's, that's wonderful. I am perfectly fine with that. I would call them fans. I wouldn't call them the regular. I wouldn't call them the inundator. I would call them fans and that's perfectly fine. Um, so those were the six types of reviewers and those were my personal take on them. Um, so the next thing I want to discuss is how to deal with negative reviews. So, and we touched upon this briefly with the quote-unquote critic. Oh, and this is something that I also found on fanfiction.net. Um, and this writer called Pretty Desdemona wrote something and um, DC 20 replied to her, but this is what pretty Desdemona wrote. She said about two months ago, I started writing my first ever fic. fic. Um, it's a Hermione Draco story, blah, 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 blah. This response I got was breathtaking. Really. I couldn't have begun to imagine how much people would appreciate my story. My mind was blown. I found it amazingly helpful as I never did have much confidence in my writing really. And when people told me about how much they loved it, I just got off on the feeling that I was entertaining them. I cried when I got reviews from readers telling me they'd cried while reading a specific chapter. And then she said she posted chapter 25 
and felt like she had complete faith in her work. And then everything went to shit. Um, she said this chapter was extremely dramatic. It was the crux of the story, the moment when everything changed. But people hated it. I started getting these quite mean reviews that offered little to no constructive criticism and basically just told me what I was that I was being over dramatic and that the chapter had turned them off the story. It was like one person left a bad review and then a heap of others thought it was open season. So Desdemona um, feels at this point that she sucks and now she feels like she can't write that her, her, the well is dry now. And all of those negative reviews turned her off of writing. And DC 20 said, suck it up and keep writing. I'm very glad to see you're enjoying writing your story so much. That's a good thing. You've written something you like and that other people like in your living in your loving it. You should be proud of that, but don't let it get to your head. No matter how much you like and are proud of what you write, it's going to fall flat for some readers at some point. Maybe it wasn't for them. Maybe you really could have done something better. Doesn't matter. Somewhere down the line, you're going to get a bad review. If this is a first for you, learn that it does happen and it will happen again. And there is nothing you can do about it. Keep writing anyway. It's tough finding the motivation to keep going to keep going after getting hit hard like that. It will get easier. I took a look through the reviews you got. Most of them are good. Look at those and remind yourself that you are still entertaining a lot of people. Whatever you do, do not ignore the bad reviews. Even if they don't give constructive criticism, they are still important. They serve to remind you that no matter how good a writer you are and no matter how great your story is, you will never ever please everybody, ever. Don't get the idea in your head that you will. It's dangerous. Um, I, I agree and I kind of disagree. Um, yeah, I think you're never going to please everybody. It's just impossible. And I think a lot of writers kind of get into that mode where they think that, um, they want to please everybody. So they, they're, maybe they don't have a lot of faith in what they're writing or they realize, okay, so a lot of people are enjoying this and I want to keep them enjoying this. And I have this thing that I want to have happen, but it's controversial and it might put some people off and make them not want to read it anymore. Well, I say write the thing anyway. I've had people tell me that my stories um, that I take a lot of risks in what I write and that, um, I, I never thought of it that way. I just write what I like, but I've had people tell me that, um, it, that's, it's raw, it's emotional and that, um, I'm not afraid to, to explore certain things. And, and, that's true. I guess to a point, again, I'm just writing what I like. And I think that everybody should write what they enjoy. You should write what you would like to read. That's how I look at it. And if it's fun for you, then don't 
worry about whether or not you're going to lose people. Because even if you do the right thing, there's going to be someone that's like, ah, I don't like that. And they move on. It's just the nature of the beast. And there's really nothing that you can do to control it. And I think that's, that's the big takeaway in all of this is that you have to learn that you can't control what other people are going to do. You can't control what they're going to like or not like. I was reading a fic once that I was really into. And then there was a point in the story where it took a turn that I didn't like, and I didn't expect, and it felt abrupt to me in the narrative. It didn't follow what I had been following, and um, I didn't like it, so I stopped reading it. I didn't go in there and say, I can't read this anymore because A, B, and C. I just stopped reading it, and that's okay. People might do that, and that's okay, and you just have to be okay with that. You have to find a way to make your peace with it because, I mean, even put it in perspective that that you would do the same thing or you might do the same thing or you have done the same thing. There is no perfect story and it really doesn't matter what other people, I know this sounds so trite, it doesn't matter what other people think, but when it comes to what you're creating, you have to follow your creative muse. It doesn't matter what other people think of that muse, of what they think about your creation. They might not agree with the story that you're writing, but they're not writing it. You are. And they clicked on that story for a reason. And there are a lot of trolls out there, too, who will um, read your entire story and tell you in every chapter how terrible you are. And I always find that to be quite amusing because I don't understand the point of re hate reading something. But yet, it just doesn't make sense to me. Why are you hate reading something? And then, because... Personally, my feeling is you're not actually hate rating it. You actually like it. You just don't like that you like it. And perhaps maybe you're a writer too and you're jealous. You're jealous because for whatever reason, I or somebody else is more successful than you when it comes to getting reviews or comments or whatever. And maybe you don't like that. So your way of retaliating is trying to undermine somebody else's confidence. And that's a shitty thing to do. Don't do that. Don't be an asshole. That's not going to help you. And it's not going to improve your writing or anything like that. Just write what you want and enjoy it. Don't worry so much about comments and reviews. Because this is what I... This is what I'm seeing here when I was looking up information is I'm looking at people who are struggling with negative comments. They're struggling with, um, their numbers. I mean, when, well, I'll get to that too in a minute. Um, so don't, you know, like my friend Mark always says that a million people can tell you that you're, your work is fantastic. 
and then one person can tell you that it absolutely sucks and you don't believe all the people before that one person who told you that your story was amazing or that your whatever it is that was amazing. You believe that person who told you it was terrible. And I think that's human nature for one. And I also think it's indicative of somebody who has a low self-esteem and can't see that they're producing good product. And we also have this thing in our society that tells us that we can't get too big for our britches and we can't say, oh, I'm really proud of that. That was a great thing that I did there. Bull fucking shit. If you are proud of a story, if you are proud of a piece of art that you did, don't, I, I don't believe that you should be like, well, you know, it's okay. It was nothing. No, own that shit. You put your heart and soul into it. Fucking own that shit. You did a good job. You can, It's okay to like your own stuff. I sometimes reread my own stuff because, as I said before, I write what I want to read. So, yeah, I go back and reread some of my own stuff when I'm in the mood for it. And that's okay. And I know other people that do that too, because you should be writing what you want to read. All right. So the next one, rude comments. Uh, I found this on Tumblr and this was a reaction. Um, I guess somebody got a, was, is writing a Titans um, fan fiction. And, um, I think it's Titan anyway, cause yeah, anyway, um, sorry. It's, um, a Titans fanfic, fan fiction, and she woke up to a negative review and basically she, she took artistic license and made somebody else, um, Dick Grayson's best friend. And that person did not like it because it was not canon. And her response was, first off, rude. I think you know this because you left it anonymous. Congrats. You are now the reason I'm turning off guest reviews. I'm sorry to everyone else who has been polite, but I'm tired and I'm done. It's fucking fan fiction for Pete's sake. I could rant more about this, but I'm too tired to. It does that, doesn't take all that much to think before you review people. I am well aware of the differences between my story and canon. And, but here's the beautiful thing about fan fiction. You don't have to write according to canon. If stories that aren't canon compliant bother you, don't read them. I'm going back to bed. Good night. I'm sorry if I was coming across a little rude in this, but that's just because I'm really done and tired. So that's one way to handle it is by, um, making a post on Tumblr about how annoyed you are. And, um, I don't think that's the answer. I think you talk to somebody that you trust in the fandom and you walk away from it because you don't want to feed the people that are negatively commenting because they're just going to say sour grapes, that you have sour grapes because they left something. And there's this also odd phenomenon in fan fiction reviews where a troll will say, will turn 
something back on you if you say something. If you call them out on being rude, they'll be they'll turn it back and say something like, oh, I thought you could handle constructive criticism. I guess you just want people to kiss your ass. No, asshole, that's not it at all. I do not expect people to kiss my ass. But let's be real also that most people expect that when they're writing something, especially in fanfic, that they're going to get mostly positive feedback for it. Unless something has made them really angry and they want to express the anger of the story and the characters and what they're doing. But it's not about your writing. It's about the story and it's about them feeling a real emotion about it. Um, I, I, I feel like sometimes people think that because this person is writing fan fiction, they must care about they're, they must care about writing in general. They must um, want to be a writer one day. They must want to make some kind of career out of writing, and they care about the craft. I have come to find out that, no, not everybody feels that way. And you know what is a good indicator of whether or not people um, really care about your writing or the fact that you're just writing about their favorite characters, try writing something original and then see how many people will actually want to read it. And I have come across zero people that actually want to read something original that I have written that is not fan fiction because they do not care about the original piece. They do not actually care about the writing. They care about the writing of those characters. And there's a big difference there. If it's something original that came out of you, it's not that exciting as it is when it's fan fiction. That's not to say that's true for everybody. I do have somebody who has read my original fiction. Hi, Lisa. And I absolutely love the fact that she does that. And I don't expect her to do that, but I am appreciative when she does. So... Yeah, I think reviews are set up so that um, to have it be a positive experience and not something that's, that you have to dread going in to read. If you get an email that says, hey, you got a comment and you're excited, the last thing you want to do is go in and read something that's horribly negative and telling you that you suck as a writer. When people can just move on, that's the thing that kills me. There have been plenty of things that I have not read for one reason or another and or stopped reading for one reason or, or another. And I just don't bother saying, well, I don't like this and I'm not going to read this anymore because blah, blah, blah. That's, you know what? They don't, they don't want to hear that and they shouldn't have to hear that because there's there are so many stories out there, so many other stories that you can read. You don't have to fixate on one story that isn't to your liking. Just go find something else. And if you can't, if you have nothing nice to say, then don't say anything at all. There's no reason to have to ruin somebody else's day with your negative comments. So I feel like I've covered a lot of ground tonight, and I actually think I'm going to stop here because there's more ground that I want to cover when it comes to um, reviews and comments and 
delve a little bit into numbers and statistics and all that stuff. And I know I've done that before, but um, I just really think that these are the things that are really important because these are the things that will drive a lot of people crazy and make them feel like shit about themselves. And my goal is to make you not feel like shit about yourself and your writing and, or your creations. I just, um, have experienced a lot of that and I've learned from it and I've gained perspective on it. And I just want to impart that onto somebody else and maybe save them from a lot of headaches and heartaches. So I'm going to jump off here and I will resume uh, reviews and comments part two for next time. And um, thank you for listening and have a great week.